Santos's kick is lined up. That kick is good. He got it. <laughs> Close. A big run. It's Hunt coming to life. Kareem Hunt all the way. Touchdown, Kansas City. Faked everybody. They do a little flip to Kelsey, and he jumps over everybody. So, the Chiefs beat the Eagles 27-20 in a nail-biting contest at Arrowhead to go 2-0 in the league. Welcome to the Arrowheads Abroad Reaction Show. I'm Brad Simcox, and with me to discuss this week's game is the Arrowheads Abroad Supremo himself, Tom Childs, and backing us up again at safety is our very own Manchester Titan, Dave Barnett. So, lads, do we have any fingernails left after the Eagles game? Well, you know, I actually very nearly... Um, turned it off because <laughs> I was that confident that the game was won um, literally after we scored after Hunt scored I was like yep that'll do that nicely let's go and make myself a brew and get red zone ready for the 9 o'clock games and then all of a sudden I was like wait what 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 happened? They scored oh, and recovered an onside no. kick what? Crazy. I know. Well, I, well, I tell you what let's back it up right to the beginning I mean the first half uh, pretty poor, wasn't it? It was. It was only three field goals. Um, the Chiefs. I was worried. I was really worried. Um, it didn't look as though we had any idea how to break down that uh, that Eagles D, did it? Well, I think anyone's going to struggle with that Eagles defense. Amazing, um, wasn't it? Yeah, that front uh, seven, terrifying, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, we maybe didn't go into it enough on the preview show. It's probably the biggest part of the Eagles team that we we left out. Maybe um, that front seven is going to terrify any team they play for the rest of the year and the O-line looked so calm against New England and then looked so unbelievably overwhelmed in the first half um, it was more of a case of staying in the game in the first half and not letting it get away from us that's the way I saw it yeah I, me- I remember thinking though in that first half I thought god if we ever have to play these in a playoff game I really don't want to face them again and, and that's probably the biggest kind of compliment I can give to a team uh, I, I, it, I think you were right in just saying it was a terrifying, terrifying defence because no matter how many times um, the O-line tried to stand up to, to that front seven, Smith couldn't release it quick enough because the coverage was too good and it, it just felt as though we were running out of ideas. But yeah, we, we started doing like these, not trick plays, but um, kind of like you know these ghost runs and... Uh, like you said, to the shuffle passes and things, and it, it sort of opened up towards the end of about the third quarter, wasn't it? Should we call them like alternative plays? Like, yes, like maybe like the Marilyn Manson of football, just like <laughs> alternative. Um, yeah, the Chiefs looked lost in the first half. There's no getting away from that. But the aim of that first half was to stay in the game. Don't let a game get away from us. And thankfully, the Chiefs did deep stepped up in that first half and kept the Eagles at bay. Um I thought a really key point in the first in the first half was after Terence Mitchell decided to stop tracking a ball and it bounced up into Zach. Had a slight hands. brain fart, shall we say. Yeah, yeah, brain fart. That's probably a good way of putting it. And obviously the Zach Ertz had the ball 
15 yards from, from the goal and Eric, Eric Murray who was sneaky good yesterday mm. um, didn't give up on the play and ultimately brought Zach Ertz down three or four yards short and that obviously led to a field goal for the Eagles which was then missed which turned out to be quite a big momentum swinger um, for me and it, it made a difference to the Chiefs going into the into half time still with a lead yeah the um, Eric Murray was uh, I thought he was he had a decent game I mean he's never going to be an Eric Berry is he um, but he looked okay I thought he still looked a bit like a cornerback to me <laughs> some of those um, kind of uh, batting down the ball and all that some of those uh, plays that he did it did. He did just look like he was a a corner in the middle of the field, didn't he? Well, that makes sense. A, I mean, that was his position at in college at Minnesota. He played corner, yeah. so I can sort of understand that sentiment to an extent. I mean, I think the thing is as well, like that's a really good set of receivers that the Eagles have got there. And Quite obviously, quick, weren't they? yeah, one of the top probably four or five tight ends in the league as well in Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. So. You know they've got plenty of talent on offense. So for for a guy like Murray to come in and that be his first game, there's obviously a lot of pressure as well, because you are replacing a guy like Eric Berry. Then, yeah, I I say it it was promising. I have to say because any time a guy gets extended action like that, you're never quite sure mm-hmm. how it's going to go because guys always can always flash in, you know, short bursts and stuff like that when you're not asking them to do too much, but then get shown up when they get extended game game time. But, yeah, far from that with Murray. I thought, you know, he looked mostly reasonably comfortable. Obviously, a couple of plays here and there, but for the most part, very solid. And, um, yeah, I feel better than I did probably a week ago after having Barry go down. Barry on the so, turf, yeah. 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 Um, what about Carson Wentz? Because... I've not seen much of him, I'll be, I'll be honest, but in this game, he actually looked like a seasoned vet, didn't he? I thought he, he, he moved around the pocket, kept us all guessing all the time. Um, yeah, okay, he threw, a, he threw an interception, but I he just looked confident, didn't he? Well, yeah, I, I mean, there is a reason he was drafted second overall last year. Yeah. Um, in fact, you know, personally for me, probably felt he should have gone number one overall. But um, possibly the only reason he didn't was because he went to, you know, a, a Div 1A school rather than a Div 1 school. Um, but, yeah, if, you know, he's a big guy, uh, 6'5", 230. Um, but he's also quick. He's got a, a decent amount of athleticism. So, you know, if you don't get hands on him, if you don't bring him down, he, he can scramble. And you saw that a few times on Sunday as well where... You know, he generated plays with his legs and extended a couple of drives by being able to get first downs, um, running the ball. Um, he certainly looks like he's going to, you know, I've been impressed in the short short bits I've seen of him so far. Um, and I was certainly impressed with him on, on Sunday. Um, especially because, again, the, like the, the, uh, the Eagles, the Chiefs generated a lot of pressure as well. Um, and I thought, you know, outside of a couple of plays, one being the Jones interception, I thought he stood up to the pressure really, really well. And I think if you're an Eagles fan, you've got to feel pretty, pretty confident about the future with that guy leading the team for sure. Yeah, I mean, moving on to the uh, the obviously the Chiefs side of the ball. Yeah, I think you mentioned it there. The the, the Chiefs' defense was just 
it was on it again, wasn't it? it? It's it's such a good unit that we've got, and it was led by Houston and Chris Jones. Yeah, Justin Houston's back. There's there's no oh getting boy. away from it. <laughs> oh boy, he's back. That that man is already in 2014 form. That's that's how well he's playing. Obviously, for the last couple of years, he's been injured, and we've managed to hide his absence a little bit with some pass rush from D Ford a little bit from Tamba Harley, but it hasn't really been there. But it's not just a pass rush which is pass rush which is back with Justin Houston Houston. Yesterday you just got a reminder how good he is against the run and setting the edge. There was one play in particular where they were running towards him. It was I think it was Darren Sproles that had the ball and the tackle was in front of him and he just manhandled his tackle, threw him to the side and then got Sproles from behind and it was like a three or four yard loss. Yeah, this that was on that sweet play. Um, and the, that tackle that you speak of is Jason Peters as well, who's one of the better left tackles in the NFL. Um, yeah, and the guy, you know, Peters tried to seal him inside and came underneath him and made a really good tackle in space. Um yeah, he again. We've we've said it so many times before about Houston. He's just a complete player, outside linebacker. He can do everything in the run game, rushing the passer. Um, he can drop in coverage as well. And um, yeah, again, it's something you know. It allows you to not have to always bring blitzes. You know, it's again something the Chiefs didn't do a ton of on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, they just allowed you know, four guys to rush and then drop seven in coverage a lot of the time purely because, you you know, you can rely on the guys that you are rushing to consistently generate pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, he got himself a sack on on Sunday. Um, could have had another one or two. Um, but, yeah, he, he looks a force again. And I say it's, it's going to be crucial for the Chiefs this year because now, obviously, you've got a guy like jones inside that also generates a lot of pass rush and as well i thought benny logan um has surprised me uh, he got a because, as well didn't he yeah he, i mean he was obviously you know advertised as a, a run stuffing nose tackle um but he's generated a solid amount of pressure from that nose tackle spot so if you can generate pressure inside and outside it, you're going to make it tough for a lot of teams um so yeah, I think we can feel pretty good going forward with that because there's there's lots of positives there in terms of that defensive line outside linebacker spot. Mm-hmm. The um, th- this team, this Chiefs team at the minute, it seems very different, doesn't it? And I know we chatted about it briefly off air, but it seems I don't know. It just feels right, doesn't it? Is that the right way to say it? It just just feels there's something different. It almost feels ready. Yeah. I don't I don't want to say it's there, like and we are the best team in the league, but everything almost looks in place. Um you've got a great defence. Okay, we're missing Eric Berry, but it looks like we sh- might be able to cope with with that. But the it's the offence which is the big difference this mm-hmm. year. Um you just look at the weapons. We've we've got Tyreek Hill. Okay, he had a quiet game, but he's still he's still an issue. He's they, the team still need to scheme for him. You've mm-hmm. got Travis Kelsey who went off yesterday. Even though I said in the uh, 
preview show that he was going to have a quiet game because of what the Eagles normally do to tight ends. Well, I was wrong. And um, <laughs> the, then you've obviously got Kareem Hunt in the backfield, but that's not the big thing. I've It all comes down to Alex Smith. Yeah. Alex Smith is playing completely different to he has in his first four years in Kansas City. Um, yesterday, his numbers weren't amazing, but he still played with confidence. He took a battering in that mm-hmm. game. Some of those hits were hard. Like There was one hit that had him on the deck, and I think Patrick Mahomes was actually warming up on the sideline. I was actually wondering what you were thinking at that time, Brad, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest. But he got back up and and just got on with it. There was one play in particular that wasn't a pass. It was just after the Chris Jones interception where it was third and fourth. And I think, was it Vinnie Curry, the the player, the, uh, the defensive lineman for the Eagles that got, mm. had hold of Smith? Mm. And somehow, I don't know how, but Smith managed to shake the tackle, almost duck under another one, not, not let his knee hit the ground, and then sprint for 15 yards to get the first down. Um, yeah. It was just... There's something about him. He looks like he's had a fire lit underneath him and he's just ready to explode. I don't know if it's because he sees it as a contract year or is he, is he seeing it as, hang on a minute, this is my last chance to win in Kansas City. I'm just going to go balls out for it. The thing I would say, though, as well, is that I think if you had had games like that previously with the Chiefs, he had a tendency to go in his shell a little bit. I was just about um, to say the same thing. Whereas I thought Sunday was the complete opposite. It was like, he faced all that pressure in the first half and seemed to come out stronger in the second half, whereas sometimes he's just disappeared from games when guys get in his face because he gets happy feet and, you know, he starts seeing phantom pressure and he starts, you know, running away from guys that aren't there. But, yeah, I thought he stood in there. Obviously, I think the Chiefs switched it up a little bit in the second half to help him, but I was still very impressed with him. And, obviously, I think, when you're talking about a guy like Travis Kelsey as well, it's like, you know how you're saying the Eagles normally do a good job of shutting down tight ends, but Travis Kelsey isn't, you know, every other tight end in the NFL. Outside of Gronk, there's there's no other guy in the league that can do what Kelsey can do, and Gronk can't even do a couple of things that Kelsey can do. So, I mean, just that touchdown, you know, he leapt from the five-yard line in the air, <laughs> and landed in the end zone you know and there's just so few guys that have his combination of size and speed and athletic ability as well um so yeah i say obviously you've got tyreek hill like tom said had a quiet game but there's always that lingering threat there and then for me i'm conley isn't getting targeted too much but you know, when he is getting targeted, he's making those grabs. And mm-hmm. I think that's a key thing because I think Macklin last year, and although he seems to have got off to a decent start in Baltimore, um, Conley this year, whenever he's been asked to make a play, he's made a play. And that, that's crucial when you're not getting thrown at a ton because if you're only getting thrown at three or four times a game and you drop one or two of those passes, then, you know, you're putting a lot of pressure on other guys elsewhere. Whereas Conley just seems to be that safe, reliable guy, he's not going to put up a ton of, ton of yards or massive numbers, but, you know, in a go-to situation, you can rely on him to make a big play, and I think he's showing that so far in the first couple of games. Um, and obviously, Kareem Hunt, man, he looks really, really special. Um, again, another guy had a quiet first half, like most of the Chiefs offense did, but 
you know, it, it just seems like one of those guys you can only hold him down for so long before, you know, break something off um, with that big touchdown run. And then, obviously, the second touchdown, just such a, a heads-up smart play, knowing where the goal line is and being able to stretch the ball out there. I think, yeah, the first ever rookie to have uh, is something like uh, 300 yards and five touchdowns in his first two games in the NFL. So Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, he's, um, I say it, we just look complete. Um, you know, obviously losing Barry sucks, but this team as a whole, it, you know, it just looks strong. It feels like we've got depth at pretty much every position. Obviously, it'd be interesting to see the the Morse situation. Um, I, I think, think I heard sprain, something about sprained foot. Yeah, so sprained foot apparently. Which hopefully it's not too bad. Um, but yeah, as I say, I just think this is the most complete team we've had in Kansas City. Um, I say you've got a, a really nice blend of speed, explosiveness, and you know just straight up playmakers. That was definitely what came out in that game, though. We, we said it before. There's lots of weapons on this team, but if one thing doesn't doesn't work, like for instance, Tyreek Hill, you know, we couldn't get him open for whatever reason. You know, the coverage was really good, but then we tried the tight end. Um, if that wasn't working, we'd uh, give it to Kareem Hunt. You know, there was always somebody who was there ready to make big plays. And you're right about uh, just going back to what you said about Alex Smith. He. His head dropped a little bit towards the end of that first half. And I thought, like you, he was going to go into his shell. And I thought, this is, this is you know, textbook Alex Smith. We're not going to see him lead the rest of this uh, offense anymore. But he didn't do that. He, he, he dusted himself down. He, he led this team. And I was surprised. I, I've never seen him lead a team back-to-back before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is, but, he speaking, is he back in your good books now? He, he's getting there. He's getting there. He's getting <laughs> there. I was going to say that was another thing, like how he talked about how Smith had a quiet game, but he still threw for like 250 mm. yards. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's not a normal quiet Alex Smith game. That's usually one of his better games when he throws for 250 yards and a, and a TD. So but it's, it's like... his attitude that's changed, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's I had to change, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, I completely agree. It has had to change, and we've discussed it a million times, and we'll discuss it a million times more. It is because we've drafted Patrick Mahomes, yeah, and it has lit a fire underneath him, and he is he is good to go, and he wants a Super Bowl run. Yeah, long may it continue, I, I, I say. I mean, you know, Absolutely. I know I know. everybody seems to think I'm waiting in the wings for this, uh, you know, waiting for Mahomes to join the field. I actually thought that was going to happen at one point, you know, yeah. Uh, during that game when, when Smith was just feeling that right shoulder. There was that one play where he came up woozy and it was just like, yeah. well, I this could be interesting. It. I will say, as, as much as we've been talking about the positives and everything like that, i say one thing that annoyed me a little bit um, on that Eagles final touchdown drive, and it, it, so I don't know, for me it just tends to be something that Sutton has a tendency to do is invite it. Plate, yeah, the defense just plays really soft, yeah, and allows a lot of stuff underneath, and it sometimes just allows a guy and a team to get back into a rhythm. You know, as much as it didn't matter in the end on Sunday, I just think that could come back to bite us at some point in the future if we do that again. And it that was the the minor frustration for me um, on Sunday, but it's a very minor frustration in what was overall a 
you know, a very strong second half performance and a, a good result. I've got a question for you both. Who had the better leap, Travis Kelsey or Daniel Sorensen? Cool. I'm going to say Sorensen purely because I just wouldn't expect that out of him. Like I've seen Kelsey do some ridiculous stuff where he's leapt over and hurdled guys before, whereas I don't think I've ever seen that out of Dan Sorensen before. So I've, yeah, I'm going to shout out to Dan Sorensen. Yeah, I've never seen that uh, a sack attempt like that ever. <laughs> when, he, when he was like, yeah, if he pulled that end. off, that would have been insane. <laughs> like, if he'd actually managed to pull off the sack, that would have been that's sensational. As a sports center top ten. Yeah. Before we finish the uh, the onside kick, were you bricking it? Yes, uh, I missed it. <laughs> he, I, you, I missed it. Oh, uh, the, when they when they tipped it, they, they kind of like bubbled forward and they tipped it further on, didn't they? And then they caught it, and I thought, oh, I God. literally nipped away from us. It'll my, just be us. Uh, my screen for like all of about 30 seconds and then when I came back I just saw the Eagles back on the field and I was like well this wasn't what I was expecting (laughs) yeah that onside kick gave uh, a few people in uh, the Chiefs kingdom a bit of a bit of a heart attack didn't it Um, but was it Eric Marie that tipped it away at the end yeah it was I was going to bring that up quite fitting wasn't it yeah he had two uh, touchdown saving um, contributions at the end of the first half and at the end of the second half so yeah Kudos to him. Yeah. Um, who was our um, MVP in this game? I think you got to give it to Chris Jones, haven't you? What was it? Chris three Jones sacks three and sacks, an interception. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, I was, in, again, impressed with uh, Hunt and obviously Kelsey had a very strong day. But, yeah, for me, Chris Jones takes it. Excellent. Tom? Yeah, I'm going to be boring. <laughs> I'm, I apologise. I'm going to agree. You can't You can't ignore three sacks and an interception. No, um, no. Nah. And he that can play the... quarterback, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> he likes to claim. I've seen plenty of you know plenty of shouting about this on Twitter, but I've got no no proof to back this up yet. So his interviews are throwing out the, the challenge to Chris Jones. I want to see <laughs> see what you got. I'd love to see him play quarterback. I really would. Um, right, that's it for this week. Um, so we've got the Chargers for week three. Your dark horse, Brad. That are off to an zero and two start. Yeah, um, yeah. My 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 dark horse. Um, yeah, I, I was kind of hoping you weren't going to bring that up, but uh, yeah, the the dark horse zero uh, and two. Um, but yeah, we played Chargers in week three, so uh, listen out for the the preview show in that for that later in this week, and uh, yeah, probably go out on Friday. I would think Friday. Are we saying? Yes. Right. This is a new kind of concept to us. We, 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 we're we're just... still uh, ironing out the kinks, shall yeah. we say. So we're still trying to figure <laughs> out what, what works best for us and what's the best days to get yeah. each show out on. So bear with us while we figure it out over the next few weeks because obviously we're traveling abroad and to and from KC during all of this. So it's going to be a bit of a, a hectic few weeks, but we'll we'll figure it out and we'll sort it out for you. Arrowhead's actually abroad. Yeah. Like it. For a change. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, thanks very much for the, uh, for listening, and uh, we'll speak to you on Friday. Thanks a lot for listening. Bye. <laughs>